Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. Can you hear me? This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. About the people oh, that were that, in that, that era is probably 2021. Post-COVID. Ooh, I, 
I bet you that was. Yep, because it was Suwama, who we were really into. Kickboy. Yeah. Uh, Aussie Open. Ata. Ata. Oh, yeah. Someone else I'm forgetting to another Puro guy. Uh, Eichmann. Eichmann, yep. Wow, yeah, so was, that could have even been 2020. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just, when, when that was playing in my head, I was like, damn, I wonder what era I of mean, our were show. I we really fans of Suwama or just more the Violent Giants? Yeah, because Shuji Ishikawa, for as much as he was Shuji probably tight. slower than Suwama, yeah. it looks more broken. He just looks tight. <laughs> like like at the, uh, that, that DDT, like, yeah, uh, the Peter Pan DDT, when he came out and rejoined Damnation, he was singing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's 2021. We still have to go over our WrestleMania night two. Uh... <laughs> that is true. We we finished our last show. <laughs> no, the last show. There's was... been new champions in what? Seven different companies. <laughs> I'm in a love no. affair with Big Japan Pro Wrestling. Um. CM Punk's not back. He's back. He's not back. H. Steel is working in the shadows. Uh, they can barely sell tickets in Canada. It, All Elite Wrestling is selling 65,000 tickets at Wembley Stadium. Uh, I mean, what what else is happening? I mean, the, just so much is happening. Jake Cargill's streak is over. So I'm looking at this, and the last show we did, we ended the show and basically, we're like, when we come back, we're going to give you our matches of the year because they deserve their own segment. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one before WrestleMania. So we, we've had that show and a WrestleMania show. <laughs> been too much wrestling, too much light. Mm-hmm. Since last time we've been on air, um, just what I have at least written down has happened. Uh, Sakura Genesis, Triple Mania 31 Montero. Montero Pro Wrestling Noah Green Journey, the All Japan Pro Wrestling Junior Tag Battle Glory, uh, WWE Backlash, the All Japan Champion Carnival, Dragon Gate Dead or Alive, uh, Pro Wrestling Noah's Majestic, Big Japan Endless Survivor, Show of the Year, uh, Night of Champions, uh, the tri- Stardom Triangle Derby finished, NXT Battleground, and AEW Double or Nothing. And then to be fair, shows- I've watched 80% of those shows. That's yeah. the crazy part. Yeah, I've yeah, watched eighty percent of those shows minus Battleground and that Stardom, but I watched the Stardom that you haven't watched, yep, which has fair. definitely in my top five matches of the year. So the, the and, it, and it ain't I, no Mercedes Monet. That's <laughs> sure. So now that my tournament is fully done, I'm going back to like the super shows before um, before March that I missed, and the one I'm on right now has what a lot of people have told me might be a, a, a big, big match of the year contender for me is it is Julia and Suzu Suzuki uh, in the main oh. event. That is from the February 4th show. So once I finish that, I'll finish the final end of the Triangle Derby, and then I'll actually be in April, I believe. So oh I'm, God, I'm getting pretty damn talk. close. Let me can talk. I, I want to so get caught up before this? the big... So do you know... Do you know what's happening with Stardom overall as a company, like, in the last couple of weeks? Nope, nothing. Okay. Because there's been, like, I have no idea what this is or what is going on, but until you get caught up, I, 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 yeah. I I like, there's uh, one thing I do know. 
Okay. Unless we got and, somebody... it, and it doesn't have to do with champions or anything like that. It's just like a overall new concept of what stardom is, Ooh. I guess, delivering. So, so, uh, somebody sent me both blocks of the Grand Prix that starts in July. That's the only thing that I've been spoiled on. Oh, I have So it, I was like... <laughs> So I was like, oh. I do not know. Come on. I mean, granted, we've been <laughs> on for two months. but <laughs> Yeah, so I was like, oh, shit. I'll, I'll appreciate it. it doesn't And it didn't say who, if anybody had a title or anything. So that's all. Like, oh, oh cool. okay. Now I, now I know the people are in it. I don't know what they're doing, but I know who's in it. So. Well, well welcome back in uh, Sayonara from WrestleCast Radio, uh, blogtalkradio.com <laughs> forward slash strong style media. Don't forget to uh, search and tell your friends who are wrestling nerds. Uh, the search strong style media in your uh, podcast uh, search bars. Um, of course, WrestleCast Radio, SportsCast Radio, uh, the OG of it all, uh, some pop culturists standing a count. We've had some shows, but again, we've had some life. Uh, but yeah, it's been uh, crazy because Ryan, what? Kazusuke Okada got beat for his IWGP World yeah. Heavyweight Championship. Um, you want to start? Who was you... Noah Champ before? A stunning arrival. Well, we knew Jake Lee was already there in Noah, pro wrestling Noah. But uh, who did he even beat again? Because he's had, what, three defenses? Or he's coming up on his third defense. Um, He beat Kaito Kiyomiya. Was it Kiyomiya? Okay, that's <laughs> yep. right. Go figure, right? Because remember, remember when they made that match? I, I were laughing. I was like, Dude, you know he's going to beat Kiyomiya, right? And you're like, well, but Kiyomiya finally just had that breakout. And I was like, yeah, but I know, totally. Me. Yeah, I was about to say. The one time <laughs> I'm like, like no, oh, I beat Kaito now. Yeah, don't say Disappeared. That. And then I went, well, I kind of know how this company feels about Kaito Kiyomiya. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, scared to agree. <laughs> Do you think that was in KG Muto's retirement, like, clause? <laughs> like, like, don't, don't push, push me around. It doesn't want to push <laughs> me around so far. Well, fuck him. Dragon Gate has a new champion. That's Double a, champion. Awesome. Awesome way that that show ended made me year really to year, happy. Or year to year to year on what they did with Kakuda. In a literal full circle of being a young boy to being in one of the best groups of the 2010s in R.E.D. to then injuring himself in a championship match against Shun Skywalker. Then fast forward two years later, right? I think we figured it out. He made made his return two years or or the year before. Yeah, at, at double or not double or nothing. They're um, alive, yeah. Which there was no crazy cage match in 2023, but he makes his return in 2022 and 2023. To the day, I want to say they said uh, the fantastic uh, commentary yeah. team of Jay and uh, and Ho Ho Loon, a friend of the show, um, wins the coveted prize in Dragon Gate. Gives Just his key. Awesome. In, I think, one of, I, I, I would easily put it my 10 to 15 matches of the year. I mean, it's it's only May 30th. Um, but it's so crazy how, again, Dragon Gate gets it. Oh. It, it just seems like a broken record. But they're just yeah. not afraid yeah. 
to do this where you look at New Japan and Sonata's, I think we figured, in his mid-30s, and they give him the title and no one cares. And they might, in New Japan, this Sunday, might just pull what Dragon Gate does if they're smart, but we know Gato and his booking, and it's probably not going to happen. Be more monster. But, I mean, Dragon Gate... If it's not, if it wasn't for Stardom, or in your case, Big Japan, um, fuck man, Dragon Gate might be the promotion of the year again. Yeah, like, they're <laughs> they're hitting on all cylinders. On everything in the world, you know, the big match was just announced for that. So, oh, uh, do you know, tell, the, do tell. I didn't know. I truly don't know. Oh, that I, I will not say. I will not say. But let's oh. just say it's uh, a guy who's very familiar with Kobe World. Uh, and and having um, high high risk and high reward, I would say, in in a main event. So I, what did, they, did they announce? What did they did they have a, a did Dragon Gate have an English show? No, bro. I'm just a part of this awesome Puro uh, Facebook group, and uh, of course, spoiled. Even uh, though I, I block them now, but uh, they just showed a picture of uh, the champion and challenger. So they just had a show, Hopeful Gate, uh, Gold Class, on uh, defending the titles against uh, um, Natural Vibes for the six-man titles. And then uh, Jason Lee and La Estrella. Oh, I'm down with that. So it just happened. Um, Again, Jason Lee quietly having, I don't know, if, I mean, he's a junior, I assume. Um, if we ever yep, did that, junior that, uh, the Brave Gate the year. Like a junior title. It's like a junior I mean, it's it's crazy. And then, like we were saying, you know, uh, Jake Lee having pretty good matches. They're not all Japan twenty-five to thirty-five minute matches where you could see him kind of slowing down and be like, "What? How do I continue to carry this match with someone other than Kento Miyahara?" But with Noah, they've been doing the twenty-two, twenty-five minutes. It seems like in a match. And mm-hmm. Jake Lee, as long as he has facial hair, pretty damn, pretty damn good as a part of you know what's their gimmick? Just five good-looking guys. Uh, the good-looking or just five guys and good-looking guys are two different groups. Correct, but I'm just saying, like, that's because <laughs> there's only what four in that group now. Uh, is it four? Because didn't they add someone, Bad Man Tito? Bad Dude Tito. I think, <laughs> no, Bad Dude Tito's in uh, TDMK. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's, uh, oh, God, who the hell is in it? I Dude, get them the confused. Are, are tag champs in, like, nine different companies? Shout out to uh, Derek Fer- Fury, Sam's the Daredevil. I I get confused with, the just five guys with Red Narita, Minoru Suzuki, and El Desperado. I feel like they should be a part of the two for some reason. Just because I thought they're giving just five guys. No, they're, no, they're, yeah, so it's Taka, De, uh, Taichi, Sonata, Duki, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. That's who said it. That's right. That's right. Kanemaru having a hell of a match a few months oh. ago. That junior title match before Duntaku against Toromu was better than anything on Duntaku. <laughs> You're not wrong. 
I and I'll go as far as say I think that was the best singles Yoshinobu Karanomaru match I've seen since he's left Noah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it was really it was, yeah, but like he worked his ass off. <laughs> like he worked his ass off in that match. Well, I mean, I, I caught a few of the uh, battles. Uh, this is going to be a hot spot show, ladies and gentlemen. We we've been talking on the phone for like since the last show, like <laughs> a lot on wrestling. And we're like, oh, yeah, radio. Uh. But you know, new jobs, new life, new whatever. Um, just for this guy. And uh, <laughs> so this, this is how the show's going to be. But I watched a little battle of the Super Junior, and you know how I feel about you know, uh, Ray Osuke. No, you're right though. Yeah, the story I like good. Yeah, I like how he's just wrestling. And that's, that's I will great. not use my ass as a weapon. And then yeah. he loses every match. Yeah. And then the final that's night true. he decides to use his ass and he wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was perfect. But uh, <laughs> fucking CM Punk. We're like we oh, argued on fuck. this show about like oh you're a punk guy and oh young hey. bucks are right. And All right, punks. Are real, hold on, yeah, real punk quick, is... real quick before we go into this because I'm excited. I'm glad I was gonna let you wait to bring this up. Uh-huh. I just need to say something real quick that I I thought was gonna happen. Uh, I thought it was happening tomorrow. Uh, one of them, Rainbow, Rainbow Gate, June first, uh, English commentary, both from Corkin. Main event night one's going to be a rematch with Shun Skywalker and Strong Machine J, which I went the full five on, if I remember right, Alex. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to happen. But what I didn't realize already happened uh, yesterday. Cork and Hall, All Japan Super Power Series twenty twenty three, basically a fourplex, if you will, of, of a, a quad main event. Kento Miyahara and Yuma Aoyagi against Okudo Omori and Minoru Suzuki. What? Yeah, I didn't know I wanted Suzuki Miyahara until I just told you that. Same with Aoyagi. Yeah. Also, oh, Aoyagi and Suzuki, I think, would actually be um, maybe even a better match. Because yeah, Aoyagi can dial a little more. <laughs> well, he's having such a good year. Like, spoiler, it's our, it's it's mid-year. We haven't talked mid-year yet because we got a month still. Uh, but Yume Oyagi's probably going to sneak into my... He might sneak into my top ten. Yeah. I mean, his carnival's great. And he beats two of the better, you know, wrestlers. Yeah, he beats Yohaku Hara week one and two, or night one and two, but... um, So, also, All Japan Junior Heavyweight title on the line, Naruki Doi against Atsushi Oyagi. All Japan World Tag Team titles, Keno from uh, Congo and Minabu Soya against Rei Saito and Suwama. Yeah, spoiler alert. Kano might be in my top five wrestlers, if not yeah. the best. How is Kano? Kano's what, tag champs in, what, three to four different companies right now? Uh, Dragon Gate take... and All Japan. It was in Noah for a little bit, I believe. It was in Noah, okay. And he just shows up to companies and says, you know what, fuck you, I'm better. <laughs> and I'm going to beat your team. He cut and the I think just that swagger alone <laughs> deserves for him to be one of the best of the year. When he shows when he shows up to your promotion, Show me the lie. Alan, and the all lie. you hear is all you hear is you know you're fucked. Like like I don't know what he just said to me, but he's gonna come kill somebody. And you're just like, All right, 
Here's our tag title, sir. <laughs> You're welcome to be here as long as you need to. <laughs> we have uh, slippers in the closet. Whoa, uh, I missed a show back in May 13th called DG Drugstore Pro Wrestling in Muka Otani Shinmat. <laughs> Most of Hero Chono and Dragon Gate are coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you're made of I didn't know I missed that. Triple Crown title, Yuji Nagata and T Hawk. Oh my God. So T Hawk might actually find, yeah, like you said, Nagata's probably like, all right, I got to go back to. Well, so here's, and, and thankfully. When he worked uh, the last night, last night of the, of the of the Super Junior, it was it was Kojima, Tenzan, uh, Kevin Knight, and Kushida against uh, Aussie Open. It was like Okan, Hanare, Akira, and TJP. And when he came mm-hmm. out, he was showing the title. And I remember sitting there because we watched it after uh, Double or Nothing, uh, the final. And I was like, ah, fuck, he beat T-Hawk. Damn it. I was like, T-Hawk beat Ryuki Honda. I thought maybe he I, I, he wins it, and then he gets he can drop it to Suwama, who then can drop it to Shatera when he comes back. Tie that full circle. I was like, that's the story I want. Uh-huh. Um, but then I saw him with the title, and I was like, ah, fuck, it's over. Well, I didn't realize this was after uh, the final, so... Now I don't know if he won. I, I guess they know them. I thought I was going to watch the Ultimate Fighter after we were done, but I guess I'm watching the All Japan Pro Wrestling Superpower Series 2023 Tag 4. Did you say Ultimate Fighter? Yeah, yeah. The new one is on ESPN this year because er, it's uh, McGregor and Michael Chandler. Also, oh, this is McGregor's, like, Mia Copa. Yeah, I think so. Kind of like BJ Penn had that one. God, I remember oh. DJ Panel. Why was he shamed? Oh, I just I I think you're talking like his swan song. Oh no, just because McGregor's been like a fucking pile of shit for like the last four years. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, like also, I got I got to talk to um, uh, Redacted because I won't say the name. But Big Japan had a show yesterday, and the final Ooh. two matches. Um, to set up for the tag title match that's going to happen coming up. We got Daisuke Sakamoto versus Takuya Nomura. Yeah. Ooh. And then the main was Yuji Okamayashi and Fuminori Abe. So to set up for the Astronaut Strong VJ, they did yep. two singles matches. Let's fucking go. Get on redacted and we got to get that shit. Yeah. I'm gonna. I might do it while we're on the air here. <laughs> hey man, you got that shit. You got that shit uh, on a Google Drive from Nico Nico. So we really love, we love your redaction <laughs> from yeah, the that, Nagoya uh, Club Diamond Hall. That big Japan show from what was it? Was it May Fourth. Yeah, it was during Golden Week. Yep. Endless Survivor, if I remember right. Like. Yep. Look, at, we're turning into a big Japan show. Again, I, I I couldn't tell you who or what their names were except Daisuke Sakamoto. That's that's a running joke, ladies and germs. With you know, if Ryan's like no spoilers on an event, and like if I'm watching something which is very rare, way before Ryan, I'll be like, oh man, what about that ending when Daisuke Sakamoto did the run-in and blah blah blah. <laughs> like even if it's like a women's championship match, like oh Sakamoto just coming in and you know, putting uh, Mercedes Monet in that torture rack or whatever. And then he's like, dude, shut up, shut up. And then finally, the one time I was like, he's like, yeah, 
we had the match, and I'm like, what? And then he was all like, so we can actually watch a match from this year? I was like, awesome. And it was awesome, and I was glad that four hours was uh, was watched because it was some good good shit. Again, I couldn't tell you who was who, you know, minus like three people, um, yeah. including the uh, the the former champion um, Okabayashi. But uh, yeah, I, very intrigued, very intrigued. I just feel bad that DDT is uh, put on the wayside still. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Um, uh, and the, the last thing, too, um, this is a big, big weekend, um, indie wrestling. Um, I I am uh, going to make sure that I get off of work to completely watch this. Um, but I don't know if this makes the field complete. But, Alex, have you, have you been paying attention this weekend? Um, smack dab in the middle of it is the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame. Uh, but no. also on top of that, uh, on Sunday, which uh, we can watch because we got that subscription that I never uh, didn't renew or never canceled. Um, or excuse me, Deathmatch Hall of Fame is this weekend. Uh, Sunday, uh, 5 p.m., Cage of Survival 2, Game Changer Wrestling, which the first okay. one was fantastic, but uh, as I never canceled Fight TV. But Saturday... Uh, is the Tournament of Survival 8. Is that the one that uh, Despy was just announced for? Yep. Uh, Despy so that's along this with, weekend. Okay. Yep, that is that is on Saturday. Um, 6 I o'clock, I think. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, Rita Yamashita is in it. Toro Segura is in it. Yeah. He's the guy that like who does like the the uh, those needles through the cheeks. That's so gross. <laughs> uh, Joy Janela, Sonya Rex in it. Ciclo Pay, Miedo Extremo, Matt Tremont, uh, Tomoyoya Harada, and as mentioned, fucking El Desperados in this thing. Nice. So I'm excited for this weekend. Um, Big Japan, as he said. Go out of your way to try to get a hold, if you can, of Yuji Okabayashi versus you. Yeah, get your own attack, you fucker. Uh, get a, <laughs> watch Yuji Okabayashi versus Yuya Aoki. Might be top three, top two for me right now, match of the year. Just incredible. But uh, I, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to stop. To me. It made me mm-hmm. appreciate the absolute. I wouldn't even say a little, a lot more. Just because, again, I told you what uh, yeah. what I had a gripe with. It wasn't a major gripe, but, you know, kind of once I realized what you were telling me, I was like, no, he was a junior. He's proving himself against one of the best heavies in Piro, you know, in the last 10 years, um, in Okabayashi. I mean, easily, I, I would put him, I would put him in the top 10, Pure wrestlers of, of 2010 until today. I mean, wouldn't you? He has been so fucking good. He, you know what? Well, he may not hit the highs of this guy, and people might be, be say I'm going way over the top, but like you, you always, you, you always can go into like a, a Will Osprey or a Kento Miyahara match, and and you're like, oh, I I know I'm going to get something amazing here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tomohiro Ishii you, you know, I know I'm going to get something fantastic here I feel like Yuji Okabayashi should be talked about that in that light but he doesn't get talked about it in that way Yeah. because every time you see Yuji Okabayashi do that stuff 
and the match ends, you're like, how did I not fucking think he was gonna do that? <laughs> like, what? It's like, it's like, why? What made me not think he was gonna do what Walter does every time he works? Oh, that's a great comparison. <laughs> you know, like Walter. Yeah, I mean, Walter is him. I should say, yeah. Oh man, you, you, man, that's one thing I still I I wish I could get back a hold of was that uh, 2019 I think it was when they did uh, Yuji Hino and Daisuke Sakamoto against Walter and Yuji Okabayashi in that big Japan. Oh my lord, <laughs> that's still one of the greatest thing matches I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> and Walter came out as NXT UK champion too. Oh wow, which was cool. But um, you were about to dive into a topic that is, I stopped because it's not a quick topic, I don't think. It might be, but it's probably not. It, it what, about the asshole Okada era? <laughs> no, no. Which I, I love, a... love the, the uh, Umino going, yeah, what, bitch? I got my people with me now. <laughs> and he's talking shit, <laughs> kicking the boys down. Okada's leaning on the ground, he runs in and kicks him like a little bitch. No, but... um. You were in my at my place uh, last, not this last weekend, but the previous, so like nine days ago. Yeah. And yeah. you said, hey, um, now that my job's getting settled and you've got your normal thing figured out, we're going we're gonna to start doing like Wednesdays or maybe like a Tuesday yeah. night or something like we're doing now. And, hey, you know, we, we missed by a week because you didn't have any service, which isn't your fault. Literally the crazy. Yeah, you were in like some Stephen King movie for a, half your day. <laughs> But, so if you get rid of that, which was out of our hands, we're one for one, Alex. I, I take that as a W. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you said, don't let me forget, or don't let me not get out of saying, I finally oh. understand what CM Punk. I understand what you're saying or what everyone's saying. Like, I finally just can't do it anymore. Yeah. And then you, and then we talked, and I said, just wait. And he said that that's totally fine, because I wanted I wanted to wait until you were able to get it all together. And 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 I say this because as somebody as we've talked about, I've been backing Punk since before I knew you. I've I've wanted this guy to mm-hmm. succeed. All I wanted is him to succeed. If if they're gonna do a Saturday show that revolves around him, I'm gonna end up watching it because I want to see what CM Punk. Not even necessarily what he can do in the ring anymore, but the way he can tell a story. He might not be yeah. a great wrestler anymore, but he's a great worker. If you if he can kind of differentiate the two with being a worker and a wrestler. He's an amazing worker still. And but how he can just... elevate everyone or that roster around him now. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be the important thing. And I've stood by what I said was going to turn out to be an angle since last November, I want to say, I started talking about yeah. this. And even though every single chip has fallen into place, uh, Paige returning, uh, Kanoski Takeshi to turning, Don Callis turning. Now it's 5v4 in there. There's nobody that they can turn to in the locker room because everybody hates them. So who in the <laughs> world is the one guy that hasn't come back yet that could be their savior? Could it be could it be Kota Ibushi, maybe? Or could it be the guy who kept saying it's the, they're going to turn it into a work CM Punk? Alex, I, I wanted to say to you when you, when you brought it up, I, I wanted to honestly say to you before we decided to wait was me too, I don't think my prediction is going to come true anymore because this guy's never going to make it back on TV. 
And then obviously mm-hmm. everything changed in like 48 hours. But yeah. I yeah. I wanted to, it, before you went on your diatribe, admit to you that, you know what? I think I'm tapping too. <laughs> now maybe I'm not. Now maybe I pick it up and I'm like, ah. But no, so I, you I just appreciate him, quote unquote, living kayfabe and telling Warner Brothers, don't put me on any of the uh, collision stuff on uh, Returner for collision, you know, during the upfronts, like 48 hours, less than 48 hours before, where they had to redo everything just because of this Ace Steel thing. Uh, do, do you really believe in that, or do you think it was just like, I'm I'm threatening to walk again, get get lawyered up? I'm So I'm going to... I'll say this in two parts because I, I love that you mentioned the lawyer up thing, because if you notice the way Tony Khan handles this, if, and when, and now I'm at the point where I'm going to say if, or when punk does do, he's going to have no way to stand on because he's literally said nothing. I've never seen somebody stick to their guns to not say anything like Tony Khan has made sure him Omega and the bucks and page have done. It's remarkable. Mm. Like I, yeah. with the way that internet wrestling is today, nobody said a word, and it's been a year almost. That blows my fucking mind. So that shows he's not an idiot, albeit he's running out with those weird hats and whatever we just saw at the Double or Nothing pre-show that he sent me. <laughs> um, but I will say, for the first time in a lot of this whole ordeal with the AEW side of it, I. I don't think it was anything about the marketing, but I do agree that CM Punk has a deserving right to be upset this time. You told him his his guy was going to be there, so at least he had one person. If every single person gave him this, you know, the shiesty scarlet letter eye, at least he has one person there to be with him to just kind of level him out and talk to him and have his back. And then mm-hmm. the day of you pull him, he has no no reason not to be upset. That's kind of bullshit to me. Like, if... if, if well, it's if just that they were doing this without anyone else knowing, meaning mm-hmm. Tony Khan. Exactly. That's what... Like, like if, if if we switch roles, and I'm punk, and you're A-Steel, and we go, look, our door's open, and then somebody comes in, and then you go off ballistically on them, and I'm throwing yeah. shit... That's on us. I don't, I'd admit that. That's why I said he's, he's delusional because he won't admit that. I'd say that's not bad. We didn't think anyone was going to call us. We panicked. We got nervous. That's just how shit goes. But then if, if I agree to come back and I go, look, I need my guy with me because I need somebody to just level me out so I'm thinking right. You know how emotional I get. You know I'm off the cup. Hmm. You know, I appreciate that you're allowing him to come back. He's obviously in remorse to all of us. None of us wanted this to happen. And then yeah. I get to the building to do the announcement, and I'm all jacked up, man. Look at this. We're going to have our new show. I'm going to help this company like I've said I want to do the whole time by giving us a presence on Saturday Night TV that isn't, you know, rerunning Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I go, hey, hey, where's Alex? <laughs> oh, they found out that and we didn't tell him, and he can't be here anymore. He's remote only. Well, fuck <laughs> you then. What else are you going to yeah. pull on me now? And then I'd walk, yeah. So I do not begrudge him for that aspect. I think he's in the right with that thing. And my thing is is with a steal, like, if that is your number one and you do want your friend to succeed, you know, in CM Punk, 
Maybe you say, okay, thank you. I appreciate everything. We tried all this, but I'll back off. I'll go work for Impact. Who had, you know, did want to yeah. sign him. Even Encourage him to take that job. I bet it yeah. would have been a good spot for him, too, because let's not forget he started there. Uh, I mean, yeah. well, he started in, like, MPW up here and, and shit, you know, the IWM incel stuff. But, like, him doing the thing with uh, the, sec- the Second City Saints on TNA got a steal on TV. And then he ended up going to the E for a little bit. What? So, like, I would encourage him. Yeah, yeah. As we all know, I'm, I'm a very hot-headed person. I, I used to be a lot worse. You know, you knew me in that in that time frame of my life. Um, the reason why this whole thing always resonated with me, it is that chip on your shoulder. It's that Chicago-like mentality of every everyone is wrong but you. Like, you get in your own way, and that's, mm-hmm. and that's what sucks. Because you know what you bring to the table. And when you're just, you know, jarred down and down and down, and then you have these people, you know, call out on you, and then you're just like, like that whole, you know, the brawl out thing, you know, will, I guess, never really know what happens until these NDAs, you know, kind of break off in like <laughs> 20 years or whatever. Um, that Con, Tony Khan has made, you know, probably each of them sign. Let, let me uh, ask you this real quick, not not to stop your point, but yeah. it, 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 there there is, I can't remember where I saw it, but I can try to find it so we get to give credit if need to. But Tony Khan did make CM Punk 100% sign like three NDAs to basically, basically to be in the same vein of what him and the elite are doing. So yeah. he did truly have, do you think that, that that's okay? Do you think it's a good thing that maybe Tony Khan's finally standing up and saying this is what it's going to happen and not letting people walk on him? I agree, but, I mean, people have been walking on him since this whole time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I should have done this last October yeah. instead of waiting this whole time. Well, that's what you know? people are so bad nowadays about breaking the ice. About. Like, if I was in that situation, I would have went and talked to the person the next day and be like, we screwed up. Let's figure this out. Yeah. Let's go back and make money. Yeah, he was probably just like, hey, we're going to fight. We're going to bicker. This is what they used to do all the time back in the day. Like when he, you know, Instagrammed or tweeted that passage of the book. was like, yeah, we fought. Then we went to the office and we talked it out. We're good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the book, they're, they're not fans of that type of wrestling. Omega, you know, I'm not really sure, you know, his interest, you know, it varies, um, but I would say you know with with Punk it was just like all right I was heated, you know this and that you know I called you out I didn't expect anything to happen obviously the elites you know were were being asses and saying okay well let's go do this and then having their HR you know lawyer lady with them you know as well you know again it's all hearsay we know there's a bite and a chair involved maybe there wasn't. You know, like, that's the thing. It'll be one of the greatest mysteries, you know, until Dark Side of the Ring in 2035. God, you know, uh, God willing that happens. But, um, yeah, I, again, I've been in that situation. You've been in that situation. I've probably been in it way more than you have, um, sadly. But, you know, you, you just get bogged down and, 
you know, you, you want, you know, in the Ace Steel situation, you want to be there for your friend. You want to stand up for your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, we've done that for each other. I've done mm-hmm. it work-wise. You've done it personally for me. You know, so I, I totally understand, you know, in that instance. And, you know, we, we always say, okay, whatever is best for you, you know, and then our relationship, that, that's mm-hmm. how it goes. Yep. You know, and, and I think that's the punk Ace Steel situation. Obviously, you're older than me, but, but you're the Ace Steel, but you're the far better talker. So, obviously, <laughs> you're, the, you're the Phil Brooks of the equation. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm just happy to kind of see where this all goes. Until we get at the end of Wembley, Punk and FTR with a stare down with the elite. I know it's too soon, but maybe bridges can be mended within about a month, you know, or a couple of months. <laughs> I should say. Wembley's uh, not till August. Um, but yeah, I it's wrestling. Like that's the thing. Like we've gotten some pretty good stuff over the last couple of years where the previous 10 years, you know, minus an AJ Styles making his WWE debut or, you know, kind of, uh, I think that might be it, uh, you know, in that company. <laughs> or, you know, John Cena winning, you know, the title for six, for the 16th time. That was pretty damn cool. You know, as, you know, you watch Cena in the Hollywood and do all this shit and you see his WrestleMania match, you know, against, you know, uh, in that ASOS. Awesome and theory. Awesome theory. Um, you know, you, you just appreciate him a little bit more. Um, and I don't know where I'm going with it, but, like, there's not a lot to really, you know, grasp on the wrestling front, you know, unless you are into Puro and everything going on overseas uh, at a time, you know, progress, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. But with, like, State side, like we we've been, you know, love it or hate it, you know that bloodline, hoof that really came down, you know, at, at night of champions over in Saudi Arabia, of all places. <laughs> but man, it was some pretty cool shit to kind of see, you know, where this is going to go, uh, you know, to kind of see, you know, Sami Zayn, who's one of the biggest stars in the world right now. Who would have sunk? Who would have sunk the guy? who is under a mask as El Generico would be <laughs> greeted and cheered probably louder, almost as close as to, to bad bunny at, at backlash in Puerto Rico. And this yeah. is a country that shouldn't, you know, Syria and Saudi Arabia do not get along at all. But we get three women's matches and we get Sami Zayn in the main event at Night of Champions, just, you know, this past Saturday. And it was a damn good show, you know, minus, you know, nitpick here and there. You know, you, maybe you didn't need three women's matches. I'm um, looking at you, Natalia. But, you know, again. That was the best match their... of the night. What's that? That was the best match of the night. <laughs> and so. Squash. Squash. So, like. I don't know. And, and you know, AEW has been, I, I think, doing gangbusters the last couple of months, too, you know, especially since we've been off. Um, Osprey's back. Again, Forbidden Doors in less than a month. I, I don't know. It, it's a really exciting time to be a wrestling fan. And I think 
once June 17th comes up, uh, if we get punk, you know, maybe that Wednesday prior um, to kind of, you know, shout it out or, you know, any, uh, they haven't really even announced him yet. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's dumbfounding. It's tiring. It's exciting with the CM Punk drama, but it's just something that we're, we're, we should be used to in a way. Uh, but growth, that's the important thing. Well, that's know, the one I hard thing too is you, when you mentioned doing the, the six man at, are you talking to the six men at Wembley? Oh, no, I'm saying it ends at Wembley, and then we get it a week later at All Out. <laughs> oh, okay. So, you, so you're, you're going, I'm going Punk joins them for All Out. You're going six men for All Out. Yeah. I think you have to have something that big because you're not going to be able to advertise anything because you're going to be trying to sell Wembley the week before. Yeah. So you have to be able to sell out the United Center in a week. How are ticket sales for the first episode of Collision? Uh, I think it's something like 1800 Oh, my God. Or no, no. I, I don't think that one. I think that's like the the first, Cal- or first Colorado one. I know oh, there's one that sold like 700 tickets, apparently. Let's see. But that's one of those things, too. At, at the end of the day, you gotta re- you got to remember, too, they don't care about Ticket sales aren't the thing anymore, which is so weird to think of. Um, Double or Nothing was set up for 11, 641. They did 10, 229. Um, AEW Collision at the United Center, they're only set up for 8698. They're only set up for that? Yep. They've sold 6526. So my guess is if this week, they announce Punk, mm-hmm. then as they sell out, they'll keep expanding. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, let's keep it small in case for some reason it's not Punk. We yeah. Just have yeah. a normal show. Well, I don't know if you heard it, Ryan, but Tony Khan has another announcement concerning the first episode of Collision on Tomorrow Night's Dynamite. So maybe yeah. it is Punk. Maybe you're right. Um, WWE, and when I, when I say to you that tickets don't mean shit, um, if you buy if you bought any WWE tickets this weekend for Memorial Day uh, with code WWE Memorial, you can save thirty percent on all your tickets. Wow! <laughs> so I just try to give that shit away too. Yeah, if, if it ain't a stadium. If it ain't a stadium show, I don't think these people seem to care anymore. Yeah. I mean, 65000 for All Elite Wrestling at Wembley Stadium. And they haven't announced a single match, a single wrestler. I mean, obviously, it's the excitement. But, I mean, do you think any company, including All Elite Wrestling, can ever – sell this amount again. Because if they go to Wembley again next year, there's no way in hell they could do this again, right? I mean, I wouldn't say no. If if they do if they put on if they put on a show that you think is gonna happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like people leave there so happy, then I I wouldn't say no. Um I'm looking at something I've never really looked about. I mean it's a lot of inter- it's kinda interesting. Um I'm looking at WrestleTix on Twitter. 
Mm-hmm. And like the thing you always talk about is like how the whole left side of the the arena on those AEW shows are empty. Yeah. So I'm looking at Monday Night Raw from the from Albany on Monday. They were set up to do 72.88, and they sold or distributed to, tickets distributed sold or count was 7,077. Um, the hard cam side of the ring, they're not selling seats in either of the middle or the, the sections next to them. They're completely blocked off. So I think a lot of these shows are paying for less venue space. And then just blocking off camera side, selling half a venue and only filming that. What What do you think the why? I mean, just to not experience low ticket sales. No, to, ex- to experience not having to spend so much to to rent a building. <laughs> Interesting. Like it, it's just In- like, like judging from the way that these pictures are. Like yeah. a collision in um, in the United Center. The the lower level, um, two middle spots, and the two above them are completely blanked out, but the one to the left and the right of it has tickets available. So the entire middle is completely blocked off in four sections for this event. Four sections? It's so dumb. And they just have that guy when that wheelie thing utilized the camera. Mm-hmm. That's weird. So I, I think if it's if it's not like for like a crazy, crazy like pay per view type thing or something, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's weird. Like yeah, I'm looking at um, AEW Dynamite uh, tomorrow from the uh, Viejas Arena at the Aztec Bowl in San Diego State. Um, the venue is set up for seven thousand. They've distributed four thousand tickets, and it's uh, they're basically. To the right or to the left of the stage, if you walk out of the stage, there's tickets available on that whole half, and then only a quarter of the other half, as the three middle and the final and next to the stage are all blocked off. That's the camera side. So weird to me. Uh, Raw, same way from the week before. Like this, this guy should check out this Twitter. This is really tight. Russell Ticks. Um, this is cool. Did you just say Russell Chicks? <laughs> Russell Ticks, T-I-X. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, I think this punk thing is going to be, it's going to be interesting because I think as much as you say too soon with that six-man type match, I almost think uh-huh. you have to do it too soon because you have to anticipate that this may happen again. In order for people to care now than later. Well, well, I, I not even care. I just mean, like, what if you're like, I, we're going to do this at Revolution next year? Well, what happens yeah. if at some New Year's party, AJ Lee gets her converse stepped on? Damn. At Women of Wrestling taping? <laughs> I mean, maybe. That'd be tight. That'd be even more wacky. Now, now you're going to get into, like, a, a whole other world. <laughs> Could you imagine seeing a punk Jeannie on the comes out. Yeah, as GD Bus steps on his AJ Mendez's uh, fucking Converse. Have you watched any of the? I forgot where I even no. saw, but I like a few episodes where I watched, and I mean, the crowd it has nice. decent like okay ratings for a like midnight show on the WB or whatever. Yeah, I was just like, oh, 
like these the the wrestlers i mean they were too plucky for me but they're just trying to get in with the crowd and work them so i can't fault them for that something that jay cargill should have been doing but um is she are, are we over her i mean she did lose the title to a surprising return of chris statlander but i mean how we've been saying for like the last year year and a half like She's got it. She's got the look. She's got this. She's got determination. But without as much improvement and her losing the title, is, is it just a lost cause, do you think? I'm going to hope to say no. Now, I, as I had said to you, I thought house shows were the best thing that could have happened to this company because you could put, their, put her on these shows. Not get her in there. I would look for her name. Well, and, and that's yep, that's exactly where I was going to go. Is like, well, it was a great idea to get her in there with a twenty-minute match. Apparently, these house shows are optional and voluntarily. So, if you want to work the house show, you go to Tony and you tell him, "Hey, I want to take an extra date," and then he'll take all the talent that wants to work the show. He'll make a card and tell you if you made the card or not, and then that's who goes goes and does the the house show. So, being she doesn't need money, she probably says, "No, I'm good," and then doesn't go and work them. Damn, do you think that makes Daniel Bryan cry? <laughs> he probably doesn't give up. No. Um, I will say, and I don't... So Pat Buck's the only guy that, like, raises his hand because he's the only one that's been on and, and Christopher Daniels. I know they're agents. Well, they probably got a sign to it. I bet you the agents are like, <laughs> you have no choice. Yeah. If, if anyone wants to go to these, cool. Otherwise, I'm just going to sign somebody. And maybe they're like, ah, we'll just go do it. Yeah. Whatever. But I will say, and I, don't, and I, and I know it comes off, it's going to sound biased because of who she worked, but I asked some people, and they agreed, and I want to get your opinion. I think Talia got the best match out of Cargo we've seen. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I thought that was two matches, honestly. Mm-hmm. Two really good I think, I think Talia, I think she was a little winded at the end of it. But even in turn, when she was like that and Jade was buying time, you could see her getting picked up, and she is still calling those spots going, you ready, girl? You ready for the next one? And I will mm-hmm. give Cargill credit. She was there for everything. Yeah, yeah. And I thought she did a fantastic job putting over Statlander. She sold the shit out of everything she was given. Mm-hmm. They got that falsy where everyone lost their shit, basically the Dolph Ziggler, when they're like, hey, we want you to go in and – you're going to take him out and get the win. He goes, no, I'm not. And he said, what do you mean? He goes, I, I want near falls. I want make people to think that I'm not going to win with the cash. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was telling. It was fantastic. Plus, you got the title off of her now, and you didn't hurt yeah. her. So now if you do want to keep trying things with her, she doesn't lose mm-hmm. any of her momentum, in my opinion. You could take her off TV and cool her off and have her just do some more training stuff, bring her back, loses nothing. Yeah. And I hope as much as I hate that shit, I, I thought her entrance was tight. <laughs> oh, yeah. just like, that's never my kind of shit. I was like, oh, she's getting it in. Let's go. Tight. I was into it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know. I, I just – I agree with everything you just said, you know, as, as we talked, you know, before. It was a, it was a great match. Mm-hmm. It was good for her to – the returning start Statlander, Startlander. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just don't know like how. I mean, not a whole repackage because I mean, again, she has charisma for days. But I don't know. It, it, like you said, hopefully there's some training involved. 
and then you know that could be the ooh, you know that that could be the ooh aspect, yeah, the ooh ah, you know for for Jay Cargo. So you know that that women's division it, it, it's definitely interesting. I don't know if they did need two titles um, still, but I don't know. It'll it'll, it'll be uh, kind of interesting. I think it's doing a good job in the next twenty uh, in the rest of the year, I should say. I, I think I think the two the two women's are in the right direction. I think yeah. um I think it was it was a great move whether you had to or not because of the injury. Uh having Tony Storm win the title because now mm-hmm. it doesn't make uh, the comparison I've heard from a lot of people, uh a, a handful of people to be honest, is that, that group because all they do is lose is starting to turn into damage control. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, you're not wrong. And having Tony Storm defeats that because she actually won. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. I think Hater can win it at Wembley. And then we also got to look at, two starting in December, um, uh, Yuka Sakazaki's going to be full-time. Oh. Since she's oh. retiring from Star or from Tokyo Dish Pro in December. And she she's moving stateside, so. Damn, she's coming with the bushy. <laughs> um, I and the, you know, so they have a lot of things in the right direction going for it. And now they they got a they got a little bit of a, a star that that accidentally got made for him in Willow Nightingale. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of good stuff going on. A lot of good stuff going on. I think I think AEW finally got out of that. We're going to be Monday Night Raw. Because people were saying he couldn't tell stories, and since Tony Khan can't stay off social media, he's like, oh, "I can tell a story. Watch this forty-five minute opening match promo." And then they realized not only do the promos suck, but the match is getting no heat, so we can't even have the Four Pillars main event because that's mm-hmm. shit to bed. So at least <laughs> they figured that out ahead of time. Which to me, the, the match was fantastic, but um, the story was just was, uh, was getting really bad. But I think otherwise they're they're back on track. I just with how good wrestling has been over the course of the last few months, I think I, Alex. I think my biggest regret and my like biggest disappointment or whatever for the worst of rewards was I was willing to finally open up my heart and let WWE back into it because that Ooh. run that run from from Royal Rumble until Mania. I watched all their shows without fast forwarding. I actively was talking about angles with you on here. Like we yeah. discussed what, how do they do this or what would happen with this? And then they just blow it. Like they always do. Yeah. And now it's just back to being boring as shit. <laughs> but their paper, sorry, their PLEs, it's all about those PLEs, um, I, I think have been a saving grace. You know, I I don't watch their weekly TV. Um, if I and remember to, you're right, huh? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I really like Backlash. Um, but yeah, I I yeah, their PLEs I'm 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 all down for. It's like they they turn into Impact for me. Where like I don't watch them at all, and then I'm like, <laughs> wow, that was a really good paper. <laughs> how how cool was that Oscar finish? How cool was that Oscar finish? It was different. I mean, I wish 
it would have stayed on Bianca's face a little more. But she sold it. She, she sold it maybe a little bit more, but I, I don't think she didn't know the mist wasn't on her face as she probably played it as it was. And, and, and ultimately, at the end of the day, if you think about it, if you get soap in your eye, you, if, if you get soap in your eye, you don't really see the soap. True, true. You know, I just, Asuka's visual of licking her hand. That was a great, just, yeah. I, 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 I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't think I, I've ever I, seen I that. Out. I said, okay. And Lesnar showed you why Lesnar's so tight. Yeah. Where you know, he'll turn it on and be like, I don't give a fuck. And then I'm going to Like, it was such a silly storyline coming in. Like, he's got a broken arm. And then I was like, oh, that's his way to make it one on one. And one. But I, I like the uh, how they said his, his cast was made of titanium. titanium? And he's beating on his head. Yeah, let's just be like in a coma if that's the real thing. His head is made of Kevlar. (laughs) But everything was like even even the bloodline thing you talk about. I was finally I was into it. I was like, all right, guys, I'm 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 jumping in, and now we're back to no, I'm no one's bitch. Ooze, don't talk to me that way. Ooze, that's my ooze. Oh God, here we go. Now we're gonna have to wait. I like Solo and Roman as a team. I, I think that just works. Like, you know, that's his heater now. He doesn't need the Usos, and the Usos mm-hmm. can go on their own pace. Um, I, I kind of dig that. The Heyman thing, you know, again, it's facials over the top. It works. But the Jimmy and Jay drama, I, that was awesome. And he was like, you know what? I'm I'm finally I'm, I'm done with I'm the abuse. I'm going to do what you should have done at the beginning, Ooze. What you talking about, Ooze? Watch me, Ooze. Oh, I just kicked her in the face. Ooze, what's wrong with you? That's the Ooze. That's not my Ooze. And I, okay, all right, here we go. Tag, <laughs> if this was tag team wrestling, I'd be the tribal chief. <laughs> and really out, out yeah, why were they on Raw? I don't know. Well, it's the same reason I said this draft is stupid because the main event this week was AJ Styles tagging with Seth Rollins, and AJ comes by. He's like, "Now nah, I know I'm supposed to be on SmackDown, but I'm here to <laughs> take your hand." Okay, and then they, they, they go fight? in the back, and uh, Hangman Page, not Hangman Page, Adam Pierce is like, "Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I know he's a SmackDown star." Yes, sir, I know the draft is supposed to separate things. But, sir, do you not hear the people? Sir, he's already here. Hey, you better schedule this match with me and Seth Rollins against those two idiots. Did you hear him? He's here. All right, we'll book the match. It's like this, you're openly telling everyone that we know it's wrong, but you're going to do it already. It's like, it's getting fun. It's been less than a month since the draft happened. It's been like two weeks, and they said after Night of Champions, everything starts over. No, it doesn't. The fucking opening segment was Seth Rollins interrupted by the SmackDown guy. It's stupid. It's like when the McMahons came out with Triple H and said, we're listening to the fans. Yeah, I just, I I watched, I started laughing. I openly laughed. I just can't do it. It's like, you had me, man. And now, now we're not going to have a world title match. Mind you, this guy was going for day 1,000. You put him in a tag match? That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard of. He's going for day 1,000. You make him earn it. Secondly, yeah. now he's not going to probably defend the title until he faces Jimmy at SummerSlam. 
And then on top of that, does that mean he's not going to face Jay until Hell in a Cell or something? Meaning we're going to go from the end of May until October with only two title matches? Yeah, and and yes, they've had that match two years ago. But he's going to go, just stop, Oost. The fans are here. They're going to help me persevere. Because <laughs> I'm not blinded by by my other oops not being able to be here. Oops. Like, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> like, I just can't do it. And it sucks because it was good. But it proves well, the that's why I don't watch the weekly shit, man. I watch the two minute <laughs> recap, <laughs> and I, don't, I only get three oops. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason it was good is because Sami Zayn was in it. The only reason it was good. Yeah. And and Cody Rhodes was smart enough that he could keep Sami Zayn over without turning himself heel getting booed. Just by saying I wish for you the best. <laughs> and then they took both of those guys and beat them like a fucking yeah. drum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All because of some fictitious in... thousand day reigns. T- tell that me if this. you ask a 20-year-old 20, 20 wrestling <laughs> fan, Bob Backlund or uh, Sean Pedro Morales, Bruno San Martino are. Bruno San Martino is in my dad's Legends of Wrestling oh, game on the Xbox. Too sweet, too sweet. Bullet Club. <laughs> Fucking Chono rip, rips down, runs through a wall, and breaks that kid's arms. Hell yeah, Chono! I'm the end of y'all. Bischoff admitted it. Remember he I'm came still... out during that Noah event and then yeah, the same and... song all swear words? What the fuck y'all want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> and, then he makes, and then he makes mood a tap, which was great. <laughs> and this is at a Noah show. <laughs> and at a Noah, one spoiler alert, that's my... Top moment of 2023. <laughs> Chrono was... at the Noah show coming out to explicit Gorillas of Destiny type lyrics and then oh, fucking oh, makes oh. Muda Tat to end his career. Like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love Hunsi, whatever. Matsuhiro Chono, birthplace, Seattle, Washington. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never could not get, get that out. Like, I could never get through that. God, he had 29 years in the ring before he retired in 2014. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm trying to see how many matches he had in Pro Wrestling Noah other than that. Other than that one match, Noah. Uh, Three. (laughs) Did you pull it up? (laughs) No. Is it really three? Yeah. Uh, Great Voyage 2023. Uh, Akira Tali and Kenta Kobashi defeat Masa Chono and Mitsuharu Masawa. That probably fucked. Oh, this probably did too, just because of how shitty some of the names are on the other side. Uh, Great Voyage 09 in Osaka. Go, uh, it was the Masao Memorial. Uh, Go Shiyazaki, Kenta Kobashi, and Masha Chono against Akatoshi Saito, Mohamed Yone, and Takeshi Rikio. Rikio's trash because he ended Kobashi's legendary reign. Yone's tight, and Akatoshi Saito just looks like the old angry guy who looks like a melted candle who stiffs everybody. <laughs> and he has that shitty remember his hair? He's got that shitty yeah. hair. <laughs> and then his third match, special ref Tiger and Tori, Masachono defeats KG Muto one minute thirty seven seconds at the 
Pro Wrestling Noah KG Muto Grand Final Pro Wrestling Last Love Holdout Show. Bye bye. So seriously, <laughs> I totally forgot the Tiger. Nakamura, that might be my best moment of the year because he was just chilling, falling asleep in that chair like it was Mike Tyson at the AEW event. <laughs> he was like me, Tyson? me, and then he jumps and goes in the ring and yeah, that's probably my moment. Twenty twenty three. Book it. <laughs> that's just so tight. I'm not kidding. I, I fucking marked. I'm marking now. <laughs> I, I did too. I won't lie. I was like, holy shit, Chono's in the ring. <laughs> <sighs> I had no idea what was gonna happen. Oh <laughs> uh, taps. Taps yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't put me over. He's like, fuck you. Keep me as an event like this is some bullshit. <laughs> he couldn't even put him over in America because he didn't even end up going to the Hall of Fame. That's how much he, he hates Kiyomiya. <laughs> Do you know what company uh, Masachoto had his final actual match in? Ooh, it's either XPW. <laughs> No, it can't be Impact. What year was it? Uh, twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Was it EWI? <laughs> so he had a he had a little bit of a run in All Japan in twenty thirteen, but decided uh, April thirteenth, twenty fourteen, as him and Supersonic Hayata, which is funny. Uh, from Noah and Daisuke Masaoka lost to the team of Grand Hamada, Super Delphin, and Hoob at the Dotano Bori Pro Venaral Departure. Dotano Bori Pro Venaral Departure. Whatever the fuck that is. So that's cool also had. Rapid that, that defeating Max- Yohei. Oh, Yohei. That's uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman paid homage to not only Cody Rhodes, but to one Chris Candido during the co-main event. Blah, Bob Show. How tight was that? Oh, it was awesome. I marked hard. I, that, that episode tonight was hard for me because. Oh, yeah. Like oh that last obviously, segment uh, too hard with with Cornette yeah just everyone his brother oh god oh Pritchard that that killed me and oh. so I I see this as as you know I know you've seen a couple things that I've done but not everything you know not a lot of stuff mm-hmm. but you've been to a couple of matches when when they were showing you know how they always show like the person but they never show the face so you, you know you you know it's them but you don't know it's them. Yeah, just because they, you know, they can't for legal reasons. When they were showing the person impersonating Candido walking to the ring, his arm mannerisms and the way he does his wacky shit, like that's one hundred percent technical as Ryan Cook. Yeah, like if you watch his just wacky antics. And the way he, you know, the the mannerisms are when he's yelling at people. 
Like, like when I said I got a lot of my shit from Candido, like tonight made me really realize it when I watched that show. So oh you're my like God. Ben Hogan and Steiner and everyone who uh, mm-hmm. ripped off of superstar Billy Graham, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Lost it was lit. So what what I what I came up with what I was kind of wanting my character to be was prime ECW, and it's literally a combination of Candido, Storm, and Shane Douglas. Yeah, the mannerisms of Candido, the kicks and submissions and spinwheel kicks and stuff of Lance Storm, and the wacky antics and just able to can to control a crowd of Candido was kind of the three things I took from those guys. Oh, wow. And then obviously as I got, you know, older, you know, a lot of Puro came into the way mm-hmm. I did things. But at first that was my, like, one foot walking, head bobbing everywhere type thing. I called myself the franchise. I did a one-leg Boston <laughs> Crab. Oh, so that was, God, that sucked. It was such a good, great way to start the season, by the way. Yeah. And then we get Magnum TA next week, which low-key, not having seen a lot of matches, but knowing the story and the matches I've seen, it wasn't for the accident, man. He 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 could have been something. And it depends on, you know, how the NWA would have done. Um, and if he would have been signed by anyone, I, I don't know. He, he was just a talent. But um, Candido and, and, and Tammy Sitch, I mean – Tragic. Soma's, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Well, the way, just the way he died. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he got hit everything back on track when he's like, you know what, what am I doing? He got everything back fixed. And because TNA decides to do this all cage thing and they don't understand what they're doing, and they put a cameraman in the ring, mm-hmm. which now limits where you can bump. I just, I mean, it was, it was, it was like, I'm not trying to like blame them, but there was an accident of just waiting to happen when they oh, tried that shit. Yeah. Wrestling, yeah. That's, could have been prevented, but yeah, it's very sad, very, mm-hmm. very, you know, yeah. and then like, you know, like I said, with, you know, superstar Billy Graham, you know, he went on his tirades on the internet you know, the last, you know, decade or so, uh, or via a shoot to video clip, uh, you know, that you would randomly see on the internet, but, um, yeah, just knowing and seeing how much that he produced for professional wrestling, (laughs) you know, like, Mm -hmm. imagine Hogan or Dusty. Uh, I mean, Big Papa Pump was a huge thing for, for a couple of years, you know, before yeah, it got saturated. Um, but you could easily tell the influence, you know, from a lot of people. Even Hogan this week, you know, called you know called it out. He's like, yeah, I I wanted to be him. I borrowed a lot. I borrowed the gimmick. <laughs> you yeah, know, but, and, and Billy Graham had a 23-inch Pythons. 23-inch Pythons. Yeah. yeah. You had to go one more. And then, yeah, Jesse mm-hmm. Ventura, the same thing. Um, and, you know, hopefully people remember him more than just, you know, his random, you know, internet diatribes that he would go on. So, yeah. Um, 
did you? I know you're you're more of a historian than I am, but I'd be. What what were your thoughts on on superstar Billy Graham? Like, did you watch a lot of that stuff? Unfortunately, you know, no. Her? He was right before my era. Because he was AWA too, wasn't he? Was he a part of I that? Believe he no? I thought he, he. I feel like he he had to him, but he. He was like late seventies, early eighties. So like, I my first recollection of wrestling was probably two years old in like nineteen eighty five. Okay, that makes yeah. So WrestleMania one, I think it was eighty five. WrestleMania. But that was about when I started getting into it. So like, I never saw. I think the oldest match. And and this, I mean, God, to say the oldest match I can recollect that I saw at an age like that when it, when like the time was normal but not normal was Hogan beating um, Sheik. Oh, really? And that would have been in '84. So, like, I doubt I remember it when I was one, but something <laughs> in my like something in my mind reminds me like. That was the first thing I saw. Yeah. You know, like I said, who the fuck knows at that age, but I just, that's the first recollection of wrestling I remember. Like, obviously, like, I've seen old stuff, you know, from before that, but that was all YouTube and tape trade and stuff. The first, like, recollection of something I feel like was that. That's interesting. The, The first thing I remember going to live there's two shows that I remember. One of them, I bet you I can get a date. Now, this is why cage match fucking rules. And then I, I, yeah. I want to go back to, uh, I want to go back to cage match because um, they have the actual full card out for all together. Oh, do they? Yeah. So we can go over that in a second, but I'm, I wanted to, so don't look at it yet too. I want to, I want to, I want to get your, get your thoughts when I say it. Um, let me see. If I go back, Coco Beware and Perfect. This is Perfect. It was St. Paul, Minnesota. So 19, so that was 1989. That very well might be one of the shows. It was that, that was Hogan and, oh, Hogan beat Randy Savage on that show? What? So Jim Brunzel beat, beat Iron Mike Sharp. Barbarian beat Nightheart, Snooka beat Honky, Demolition beat Twin Towers, Perfect beat Coco, Bad News Brown beat Paul Roma, and Hogan beat Savage. I just remember I was I was cheering for Coco to give him the Bird Buster because he did a Brain Buster. Yeah. So eighty nine is one I definitely remember. Um, otherwise, I remember WrestleMania three because we went to the Civic Center or the Met Center, or whatever it was called at the time, and um. They showed it on closed you spectrum. You watched it on closed access? Yeah, so we watched it on, like, the, the big screen. Hey, well, damn, that's really cool. And we did that, and that was WrestleMania three. so I definitely remember that. But, like, the first house show I remember, too, I guess, was I was five years old, six years old, because I remember the whole Coco Beware Mr. Perfect. Now, when did – I saw – I did see Hulk Hogan – Versus uh, versus Paul Orndorff in a cage match, and Orndorff had on 
or Hogan wore white. What? Um, might be just St. Paul, Minnesota. Let's see. That was my count out. Damn, they came to Minnesota two times in four months. This show had that now, jeez. Well, it was definitely Maybe. not. The, I don't remember this. The Machines versus the Heenan family. I don't remember that. Um, I swear, that was my DQ. That was two months before that at the Met Center. Hercules and Tito, American Express. Oh, this is 1986. Yeah, this is probably the show. So Orndorff beat Hogan by DQ. Then the Heated Family, Big Jen, Sudden King Kong, Bundy beat the Machines. Volkov and Sheik beat the Dream Team. Spivey and Rotunda beat the Killer Bees. Hercules beat Tito Santana. And Corporal Kirshner defeated Tiger Chung Lee. Tiger. <laughs> so, it was either that or it was... God, they were in Minnesota. Like, all the, oh, it might have been this. It was... So this would have been 1985, August of 90, August of 85. Hogan and Orndorff defeated uh, Bob Orton and Roddy Piper in a cage. That's what it was. Because it was after Mania and Orndorff was face. That's what it was. So the first, first show I remember going to was August 25th of 85. Because the main event was Junkyard Dog and Greg Valentine. And that was the, I'm going to oh, take wow. your face on the mat. What do you say, all that stuff? Well, that was for the IC title. Mad Dog with Sean Missing Link. Killer Bees over Bret Hart and Terry Gibbs. Adonis over Polfo. Kevin Kelly over Terminator. And Kirshner over Steve Lombardi. The Met Center in Minneapolis. <laughs> there you go. I think I pinpointed the first show I remember going to. I was two years old. Or three years old. <laughs> this cage match. You know that. That's wild. Because I, I remember Orndorff and Hogan both in a cage. And Hogan was wearing white. White, yeah. And and then Orndorff, I think, was wearing white too, and it was after Mania because they that was when the, he Orndorf accidentally hit or Orton hit Orndorff with the with the the cast, mm-hmm. and that was so Orndorff then took Mister T's spot and Orton took or Orton took Orndorff's spot. That yeah, that's a hundred percent what it was. There we go. I think it's the first show I ever saw in my life. Wow. There was what? Oh shit! What shit radio? That's awesome. What and I'm trying what, to think of, what was the first show like, you I'm saw? Trying, I'm trying to cage match this shit. Uh, yeah, it was just a house show at Rosemont. I mean, I, I, my the first show I vividly remember, of course, was SummerSlam '94. Um, I tried to think of the oldest match I can think of that I saw, and then look for that card. Well, that's what because I, I was like, did I see? Because I remember talking. I remember Shawn Michaels was, like, in a no-DQ match, and I thought it was against Razor, but I just, like, looked up their cage match, and it wasn't on there. Um, so then I was like, well, I remember Tatanka was on the show, and he faced Yokozuna, and I just checked there, and nothing. And I'm like, um, when now, did I... It could be one of those things that never got recorded. That's possible. That's possible. Um, but yeah, I, I remember going to that house show, um, but obviously, yeah, the big one that I went to was, uh, SummerSlam 94, 
I mean, I, I remember I was in Minneapolis visiting for like oh, a couple of weeks. Bro, I got you. What? Um, February 18th, 1994. How old would you have been? I would have been nine years old. Owen Hart defeats Jim Powers. The Quebecers defend the tag titles against the Smoking Guns. Alundra Blaze defends the women's title against Heidi Lee Morgan. Mm-hmm. Bret Hart defeats IRS. WWF World Heavyweight Champion Yokozuna retains against Tatanka. Jeff Jarrett defeats Bob Backlund. Yeah. Fluger and Randy Savage defeat Crush and Quang. And WWE Intercontinental title match Razor Ramon defeats Shawn Michaels. How the hell did you find that? <laughs> so if you type in Tatanka, and you, do you have the list of all of his matches now? No. Who, who would want to do that? Tatanka. <laughs> also known as Chris Chavis or War Eagle. North Carolina. Jesus. So when you pull up his matches, under the matches where it says search, if you delete mm-hmm. all that, you can type in Yokozuna. And then search that, and it'll show you every match he's ever had with Yokozuna. Oh, see, only, like, one came up. That's what I was like, what? Damn. Rosemont Horizon, yeah. Yep. There we go. All right, so your first show is... Literally, two months before, one of the best matches I've ever seen. Not live, obviously, but the the latter match at WrestleMania 10. Oh, yep. And I like that he was working Tatanka to kind of probably keep him into shape. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a baby face that was over at the time because he was doing that feud with Ludwig Borga, and now he he can take Yokozuna. Like I'm looking at the the house show run at the beginning of January. He won. Mm-hmm. Uh, he beat him three three nights in a row by uh, DQ. Yeah, oh. the title was on the line too. So they probably had Tatanka take the title and parade around, and they took it from him to see what the fans would say. So they definitely were behind Tatanka. Yeah. So that's just kind of cool thinking that you got to see the, uh, like his his uh, like probably when he was at his biggest point. Yeah, this, this this website man is you could just go down a rabbit hole looking at some of the shit on here. <laughs> Wow, I was a part of 6,500 people, apparently. <laughs> Is that how many went to the show? Yeah. <laughs> good too. Nuts. Nuts. Wow, that's why. And then, yeah, like months later, they would come back. and. So one thing but... you could do, too, that's kind of cool, and I guess this is a tutorial for everybody, um, on that WWF House Show page for the, the show you're at. Uh-huh. If you click on Rosemont, Illinois, USA, oh, yeah, um, it'll bring you to a page. It'll say all events. It'll show your year. So, like this year, it shows the main event, Monday Night Raw, right? Rosemont Horizon, come on. So then you can oh, go we... back to like twenty twenty two, twenty twenty one, and it'll show you every show that's been in that building or like in that city that year. Geez, all the way to 1887. <laughs> wow, wrestling in Chicago, 1887. Charles Moss versus Frank Whitmore. Time limit draw, 180. 
1948 Upsdale Athletic Club on New Year's Eve. AWA World Heavyweight title Frank Sexton uh, defeats Ben Morgan. How are there how is there records of this? Isn't that shit crazy? John Willie defeats John Johnson <laughs> in twenty five like in uh fucking twelve twenty nine nineteen hundred in Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> Wild. It's so tight. It is so tight. tight. Yeah, I I just I think you know we're heading into June. We're heading into the summer. I think we're in a good state. Um, obviously. Yeah. Do so. We got about a half hour. Um, I want to go over this card real quick with you. Um, because I'm I'm very excited that they have the the final card out. Um, it doesn't list uh, essentially like what order things are in obviously but um what about spoilers i don't i don't see anything with spoilers now i'm now we're uh, it just left <laughs> i uh i literally the uh the link just went away that's weird as shit i'm getting yeah, trolled like... y'all i'm gonna i'm gonna find it here right now hang tight here we go. All right, I got the card. All right, so, um, as I said, nothing, there's no order in this whatsoever, people. Uh, but we have Chris Ridgway and Sean Legacy, who, one of the guys on the last Noah show, I think you sort of saw him on that last show, um, against Kosei Fujita and Zack Sabre Jr. TDM, or TMDK. Oh, damn it, he's on here. Yoshitatsu versus Shota Umino. <laughs> oh, when I was going to beat his ass. <laughs> uh, Hokuto Omori and Shuji Ishikawa taking on the now reunited Axis, Goshi Ozaki and Kazuki yeah. Nakajima. Junta Miyawaki, Nao Michimara Fuji, and Takashi Sugera against El Desperado, Minoru Suzuki, and Ren Narita. We get Ryuki Honda, Hikaru Sato, Dan Tamura, and June and Ray Sato of the Voodoo Murders against United Empire. Uh, Eric Nari, Francisco Akira, Great Ocon, Jeff Cobb, TJP. We, we then, in a six-man cruiser showcase, Noah's Amakusa, All Japan's Atsuki Aoyagi, and New Japan's Hiromu Takahashi taking on Noah's Hayata, all Japan's Rising Hayato and New Japan's Master Wato. Oh man! <laughs> uh, then we have uh, Yuma, An- Yuma Anzai, uh, the man who wants to steal him and bring him to New Japan, Yuji Nagata, and the man who refuses to let him leave his company, Suwama, with All Japan. Oh. So that's a little doozy of a team taking on uh, Bushi Shingo and Naito of Lij. Interesting. Okay. Uh, we get the tough Masakita Mia and Yoshiki Inamura tagging with Daiki and Abba to take on Chaos's Goto, Ishii, and Yoshihashi. Hmm. And then in the heavyweight showcase match, we have uh, New Japan's Hiroshi Tanahashi, Noah's Kaizo Kiyomiya, and All Japan's Kento Miyahara 
against New Japan's Kazuchika Okada, Noah's Ken O, and All Japan's Yuma Aoyagi. Wow. That card is going to fuck. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Um, it is, the card is next next Friday morning, I believe a 4 a.m. start. Um, it is going to be on New Japan World, but it is 30 bucks. Oh. I mean, that main event alone, right? Yeah. I was, I was almost going to say, if we're going to buy it, um, just don't send me anything for All Out or for Double or Nothing. What? I was gonna say how we always split the AEW shows. Oh, like I would just get that. that just get the okay. New Japan since it's already under your okay. name anyway. Oh no, nope, that's perfect. And then we'll uh, we'll be. I I'm and I'm a dumbass because I took off Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday next week, but I didn't take off Friday. <laughs> and Friday is the fucking show, so all of my math was done wrong. <laughs> So I may actually try to uh, try to try to work that Thursday, and then have the Friday off <laughs> so I can watch this. But I, I don't know what what I was thinking. I'm using I'm using a, one of my floating holidays since Memorial Day. I had it all lined up. I'm all, I'll, I'll have my Wednesday Thursday off because I'm going to work Sunday because I don't need to take it off. It's an easy day. Wednesday Thursday I'll be off. And then I'll work Friday, do the summit. Then after summit, I'll take a quick power nap and watch all together. And then I realized it was the wrong night. It was the day before. (laughs) Screwed that up. But this show looks really damn good. And if everybody works as hard as they normally do and can, oh, Mm -hmm. man, I think think this thing's got a shot to the best thing we see all year. Interesting. Okay. No, I I mean, you can't be wrong. I mean, but... Then again, there's also PZW Limelight 17. But ooh, <laughs> so intergalactic jet setters against Catch 22. Catch 22 is Akira and TJP. Uh, are you talking about them versus Kevin Knight and Kushida? Yes. No, yeah. the Intergalactic Jet Setters. That's that's their name. Oh, sorry. Sorry. The inter, Intergalactic Jet Setters against Catch-22. Two two. Yeah. Not 22. Just 2-2 two two for whatever reason. Just 2-2. Two two. Yeah. Don't know why. Like, I said like 22 and I was corrected. So I said, oh, sorry. <laughs> I won't remember 2-2. Two two. Oh, Teton is a part of LIJ. I forgot about that. Yeah. So it was that Teton got the rub? Well, no, I like I was saying, I I had a feeling he was going to make a deep run because they could now just use him as the scapegoat of the fall post. And yeah. they could just like wish he go to all Japan, and that's really where he wants to go back to. You know? Well, this card for Dominion actually isn't that bad. <laughs> well, let's go, let's go over Dominion. Let's, let's close out with Dominion tonight. By the way, um, if you're ever in the area, it would have to be June 8th, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, June, what is that? 
That's the 10th, 24, June 29th, July 27th, August 10th, 17th, or 31st, or lastly, September 21st. Uh, St. Paul Saints Mm -hmm. uh, have home games those Thursdays, and we had a rep that came into our store and gave us like 10,000 schedules to give out. Um, Mm -hmm. They gave us a thing if we go on on a Thursday, we get two-for-one seltzers and two dollar beers if we bring the stuff oh, oh. so they said come enjoy our our like recommended guest thirsty thursday i'm like whoa and tickets are like 15 dollars a piece so we should go to a saints game also before we preview just so you're aware um, June 24th, that's Saturday. I don't know what you may be doing, but uh, uh, Showtime at the Armory. Uh, Carlos Adamas defends the WBC interim middleweight against J-Rock Julian Williams, Erickson Lubin, and Luis Arreyes. And Fernando Martinez uh, puts up the IBF junior bantamweight against Jade Bornea. So we get some boxing. Get some credentials. Alex has left the building. <laughs> I don't know what happened to Alex. Um, let me half screen this. So if he calls back in, um, we can get him back in here. The minion. We pulled the minion though, guys. So we talked to minion before we end the night. That's already on Saturday. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen with the minion. I, I mean, are they really going to put you? Are they going to put the title on uh, Yonosuji? I, I don't know. I mean, it might happen. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I just I, I can't I can't not think that there's not there's a big chance that that's going to happen. Uh, but the minion nine matches on the show. I I'm, I feel like the match order it might not be. 100% correct, but I guess it kind of makes sense. I just, I never in a million years thought we'd see in your opening contest, IWGP U.S. heavyweight title, number one contendership, Lance Archer, Will Ospreay. I mean, Ospreay's got to go over because it gives you at Forbidden Door or at Wembley, um, gives you Osprey Omega 2. So it has to happen. Uh, eight-man tag team, Los Ingobernobles de Japón, Bushi Shingo, Tsuyanaito, and Titan versus just five guys, Duki, Taichi, Takamichinoku, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, LIJ, should get the W there. As he mentioned, the Intergalactic Jet Setters against Catch-2-2. I don't think you have Catch-2-2 with the titles back, especially since they just dropped them to uh, Kevin Knight and Kushida right before Dantaku. Tremendous match. Um, I think Kevin Knight is really falling into his own, and Kushida looks like he's enjoying himself again. So no title change there. Uh, World Television title match: Zack Sabre Jr. versus Jeff Cobb. <coughs> Excuse me. I think we may see a Cobb title win. I don't think you take it off of Sabre, but I could see it happen. Um, I'd have to take the over that Cobb wins over the uh, against the under. I did. Uh, this one, another one. Never open one title match: David Finley El Fantasmo. 
you have no reason to ta- have David Finley lose it already as he's trying to be the new catalyst to rebuild the Bullet Club in Japan. But I think El Phantasm was so over. If you're going to make him babyface, having him beat Finley would work. But I think at the end of the day, you need to keep Finley hot if you're trying to reestablish the Bullet Club as something major in the company. And Finley is now the guy, whether you like it or not. So you've got to keep him hot. Uh Tag team title three way for the open title since uh, Fletcher and Davis had to vacate. They have now added Aaron Hanare and Great Okan, House of Torture, Evil and Yujiro, and Bushi, uh, Bishaman, Goto, and Yoshihashi. As long as House of Torture is win, I don't care. <laughs> uh, open weight six man titles Chaos, Kazuchi Okada, Tomoro Ishii, and Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on Black Hole Combat Clubs, Kono Kasunori, John Moxley, and Shota Ubino. I don't see new champions because of the schedule, but I can really see things continue to heat up with Umino and Okada. And I do think we may get to a point where Okada may turn completely, leave Chaos, and go start his own thing. Ishii then can take over Chaos. Um, we'll see where that goes. Maybe, maybe that's your elevator for Ishii if you're going to try one last run. Seven minute event, IWGP Junior Movie Title Match, Hiromu Takashi versus Master Wato. I know what they're doing, but I think it's still too early for Watto. Hiroma wins. And World Heavyweight Title Match, Sonata Yonosuji. I think Yonosuji's taking the title. Call me crazy. Call me crazy. But I think he's beating Sonata. I think Sonata's the geek. We now know that. Uh, <laughs> Yonosuji this Sunday, baby. <laughs> that being said, we will catch you next episode. As we continue to back in the groove of things, have some fun with y'all. We will see you next time. Peace out.